Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Get Rise Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Norma. And I'm your other host, Frankie. All right. So Frankie, um, today we have a podcast that is actually going to be a little in detail about our relationship. We're just going to ask each other a couple of questions and kind of let our audience get to know us based off of the questions we ask each other. Yep. All right. Do you want to get started? Yeah, let's kind of tell them a little bit about ourselves. Okay. Yeah. So So you go first. Me (laughs) first? Okay. Um, So yeah. So I'm Norma. I am 26 years old, uh, currently a graduate student, and I'm studying clinical mental health counseling. Beauty and brains. <laughs> and I um, own a small business here in town. Um, What's it called? <laughs> Norma's Blooming Bike. Normasbloomingbike.com. <laughs> yeah, so we have a small business here in town and graduate student. I love to read and garden. Yes. And you're an amazing wife. I yeah I strive to be yes um and I married been married for a year now over a year now year and a half yeah and we're planning our big wedding in October because we did a little I guess elopement type thing yeah yeah under, under a bridge <laughs> <laughs> like homeless people <laughs> and yeah we um got married um we were literally engaged for a month. Yeah. From October 3rd to November, November 2nd, 2nd was the day we got married. At so, 9 o'clock p.m. Yeah. With and, 33 seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we um, have been married for a year now. And, yes. it's yeah. It's been great, right? It's been pretty cool, yeah. Yeah? It's been all right, I guess. <laughs> uh, I guess. It's been But, yeah, uh, go ahead and tell them a little bit about you. What do you like to do? Well, first, I want to say that she does all those things, like gracefully <laughs> just at ease like doesn't even she handles stress very very well on the other hand i'm like oh my god the beans burn <laughs> you know something like that I, i'm like I've panicking had, yeah i've had to learn how to handle stress because it actually ended me up in the hospital <laughs> yeah that's true that, <laughs> that is sounds true. terrible it's like now i learned how to handle the stress but yeah before yeah uh that was a different story i mean it's because everything was new i think yeah and, yeah and you were you did go through a lot yeah i did so, yeah um but yeah uh i am learning to learn to handle stress mm-hmm. so that's a plus right doing great yeah i'm doing i'm doing better but uh my name is frankie i am a photographer although i am taking it slow on that right now mm-hmm. i'm not taking a lot of work or clients uh and i feel bad rejecting clients just because yeah. I enjoy taking pictures and photographing, but 
I need to work on myself right now. Yeah. And I want to give people 100% of my work and my my energy. Yeah. I don't want to cut Especially people Especially after you're photographing them and they're paying for it. Yeah. yeah. So I get you. Taking a little break, focusing on myself, getting better mm-hmm. mentally, physically. And uh, yeah, and my marriage as well. So I photograph. I do this podcast. I'm a husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I help Norma with normasbloomingbike.com. <laughs> uh, and um yeah you work and i work yeah i do work i have a job i have a job and it's a good job i like it yeah it's been blessed it's yeah it's been been a a huge blessing yes for our family yeah yeah all right well uh oh let's tell them a little bit about how we met oh okay so we met through my cousin renee yeah shout out to renee (laughs) el primo uh her oh him and norma uh (laughs) They were good friends about four or five years ago. They're still good friends, but they hung out a lot. and Yeah, like every single weekend. Yeah, they had a or friend group. during the week, too. Yeah. yeah. They had a friend group that hung out a lot and uh, went out and had had fun and stuff. Uh, Norma went to study abroad, and when she came back, I was finally invited to go out. Cause I would <laughs> With always, the friend group. <laughs> yeah, I would, always, I would always ask Renee, um, like, hey, man, invite me out next time I go, because he would always be like, dude, we have fun. Yeah. We did this and we did that. And then Norma did that. And then uh, Christy like was like having fun and acting crazy. And then Marco so, was like... Yeah. yeah, so the friend group was um, me, Christy, yeah. and Rene. And Marco would like was like the little cliffhanger. Like he'd come sometimes and sometimes yeah. he wouldn't. And so it's really funny because like now, like Christy and Rene are still single. Yeah. Uh, Marco has a child and is married essentially. Yeah. And we're married now. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like in four years, everyone's life's so different now. Yeah. It's like some married, some have kids. Yeah. Some, some single, single, some moving on like with yeah. other things. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, but he finally invited me. She happened to be there. Well, she was supposed to be there because they were going out for her. Yeah, we're celebrating you coming back. From studying abroad in Spain. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) It sounded interesting. (laughs) But I was actually interested in Norma before she ever met me. Oh, stalker alert. No. (laughs) Uh, Renee showed me a Snapchat of like, she was singing to uh, Kendrick Lamar backseat freestyle in the background, like word per word at the top (laughs) of her lungs. And I was like, who's that? And Renee said, uh, oh, that's Norma. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. You know, she just likes to sing sometimes. I was like, oh, I'm interested. I'm curious. <laughs> so I went to, on Facebook and found her. And I was like, okay. I'm, I want to I wanna meet this girl. So <laughs> kind of pushed her more. Like, hey, man. like, <laughs> Invite and he me finally out. invited me. <laughs> finally. And the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So we're going to ask each other some questions about our relationship so you can kind of know what's better know what we've dealt with maybe give you some advice or not you know maybe it'll just be interesting to you yeah yeah so i guess i'll start norma Mm -hmm. how much do you value time together versus time apart Mm. interesting Mm, juicy um okay so i think where i'm at right now (laughs) um i think i value my alone time a little bit more oh than (laughs) than um time together not like going through 2020 yeah because we were like quarantined together and Mm -hmm. 
together 24-7. I just really value... I've learned to, like, really appreciate my alone time. Yeah. And being able to, like, take that time for myself, worry about myself, write, read, whatever it is that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I mean, I value, obviously, like, our time together. Like, uh, yesterday, right? I was sick. Just hanging out with you, taking care of me while I'm getting better. Yeah. Um, That's obviously incredibly valuable to me. But I think just right now in this little phase that I'm in, because I get, sh- I feel like sometimes I get stressed so thin. Yeah. With, like, all of life's demands, all of the demands of the people around me. That's a lot. <laughs> and yeah. so I have demands from my clients i have demands from my family i have demands from my home i have demands from myself um and so my self demands are really important to me because at the end of the day i'm living with myself no matter what and so and and you can't give anyone your water exactly exactly so i try really hard that's where i'm that's just where i'm at right now i i really try to fill my own cup yeah and then um, I'll try my best to worry about everyone else. But yeah, I, I would say how much I value my time. I think it's just a very tiny, slightly bit higher than our time. But you're literally right there next yeah. to it. And then, I mean, honestly, everything else kind of falls under that to me yeah. in my yeah. book. Yeah, I, I agree. I think my time, my alone time is big to me, especially now, because before I would never have it. Mm-hmm. I always put everyone else around me before myself. Mm-hmm. So I never had alone time. I'd get stressed out. I'd get cranky. And I'd get all mad. Ugh, yeah. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally realized that everybody needs alone time and I'm not different yeah. from anyone else. Yeah. And so. And I remember you'd like tell me, like, babe, get some alone time. I'm like, what about uh, you, fool? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> get out of my business. But yeah. So I make sure to take time alone, like a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. I'll stay in the room or I'll wait for you and uh, Adrian to leave. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. finally, Jesus Christ. Finally, uh, some alone time. <laughs> yeah. So I make sure to take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, my first question for you is, what was the biggest lesson that you learned in 2020? 2020 yeah and i picked that year because obviously i lived it with you and i know that you and i both learned a lot of things yeah, last, was, last year it was a lot we yeah it was like a lot of good a lot of i was like equally yoked good and bad stuff yeah yeah i'm looking back at it okay we had to reschedule our wedding yeah in 2020 i'm so freaking glad we rescheduled our wedding yeah otherwise we would have been that was like such a blessing if you think about it. We uh we fought a good amount in 2020, especially at the beginning of the year. Yeah, did we? Yeah. Well, like beginning middle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I it would it wouldn't have been that a fun of fully, a year. Yeah, a fully yeah. enjoyable wedding. Like we're having a lot of fun with it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spending a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so don't get married guys yeah have a small wedding like a teeny <laughs> tiny one if you can um so yeah what's been your biggest lesson from 2020 until now uh my biggest lesson is probably make sure you're financially ready for mm-hmm. anything mm. because while we were okay we were stressed the fuck out yeah and i'm not joking yeah <laughs> at all so we, we had like we're money like, saved and stuff like that but yeah. it wasn't what we would have liked 
yeah. to have saved. It was like we were little squirrels out in the snow <laughs> and only had like three peanuts that lasted them for three months and then, or two months, if we're yeah. being exact. <laughs> after that, we just two had little like, peanuts. And then after that, we're like, we fuck, gotta, how we long? Hustle. Like, I know. We gotta, like, I did DoorDash. We're like, we need to be overprepared. <laughs> yeah, I did DoorDash. I did a... Uh, I had like a small job, like a very, very low paying job. Yeah. It was a minimum wage, but it was low. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had some gigs. Thankfully, mm-hmm. shout out to everybody that hired me. I appreciate you for believing yeah. in me. Thank <laughs> you. You helped out a lot. <laughs> and yeah, and then you had a job and you started mm-hmm. the, the business. Yeah. So we were, man, we hustled. We, we were made sure busy. We, we, yeah, yeah. We stayed busy. Like we think we're busy now, but we were really yeah, busy we last had, year. We like, had no free time. We were stressed out every single day. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's probably what contributed to me like yeah. getting Stress. sick. Yeah. yeah, and then I didn't have a long. I definitely didn't have a long time at last year. Yeah, I don't think all. either of us did. Oh, yeah. anyways. <laughs> um, okay, so lesson: be prepared. Be prepared financially, okay. and uh, make sure you take advantage of like free time. Okay. Because I wish I was a lot more productive. Mm-hmm. I wish. Uh, but I also wasn't prepared mentally. Like, I wasn't in a state of mind to stay busy, like, productively, because I would have just tired myself out even more. Yeah. Uh, but now, if I was in a situation, I'd make sure that I'd be productive on my off time and my free time available. And, yeah, you know, just kind of take advantage of, like, um, prioritizing things. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of laid around a little bit and we could have grown more and done things to the house and, yeah, you know, stuff well, like I, that. I mean, I think... Like, it was a hard time, I think, for, like, a ton of people. Yeah. And um, considering, like, how difficult of a time it was, I feel like when the world gets hit with, like, really hard times around us, it's, like, not that big. Like, yeah, we feel the effects of it, but it's not anything big. Like, even with, like, the snow that just hit. Yeah. Yeah, we lost our electricity, but we were really warm. It got it got hot in here. Yeah, (laughs) like um, twenty twenty was difficult because you did end up losing your job because of COVID. Yeah, Um, I think that we were still really, really blessed because I was still working and my job paid for all of our expenses easily. Yeah, you know. And we just didn't have that other cushion we were so used to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and we even like had fun with the snow because. Our electricity went out, yeah. so we put, like, all of our food and, like, I had, like, beer in the fridge because I just have, like, a couple, <laughs> yeah. couple of bottles all the time. Yeah. Beer was, like, ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Like, we, so we kind of had fun. We got bored, but we started getting yeah. creative. Yeah. So we didn't, we were, like, blessed enough to go buy board games and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so, thankfully. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Biggest lesson would be, just to recap. Definitely be prepared financially and take advantage of, like, the, the free, free time, time you have because you're not working or because I wasn't working for three months. Yeah. But for like six months, I was very stressed out mentally mm-hmm. and I wasn't, I'm not going to say I wasn't okay, but I could have been a lot better Yeah, mentally. Well, I think just maybe being kind to yourself. Yeah. There you would go. have been a good one. Yeah. yeah. Being kind to myself. If you were just kinder Self-care. to yourself. Yeah. Very important people. You would have probably been able to reach those other goals you had. Very, very important. Yes. yes. <laughs> what um, about you? Um, I think for my biggest lesson of 2020 is probably um, realizing that things will come to you, happen to you, and yeah. Just come into your life at the right time. Yeah. Um, whenever you are 
So essentially, don't force it. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that. Like, uh, don't force anything because, like the old cliche, if it's for you, it's for you, and yeah. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, if it's meant to be. Yeah, and so like when something's meant to be, it's going to happen very easily and organically. Okay. And when it's not, um, you're going to feel that stress. You're going to feel that strain. That, that pushback. Yes. Okay. So like that's a lesson I learned in 2020 where I feel like I'm living right now in 2021. I feel like I'm living the the side effect of having to have learned that lesson in 2020. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. So it's like a you're putting it into use now. Yes. Okay. Now that I learned it, I'm like, oh, okay. And it's been like a lot... From January to what is it, March? Yeah. A lot of like business wise anyway. Mm-hmm. For me, a lot has happened yeah. in like good those things. three months. Yeah. yeah, really good things. So um, for example, um when I when late twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty, I had the idea of the cart, but it was just an idea. Like I literally had no plan on how to do anything. I was just like, that would be cool. Yeah. And then I left it there. Yeah. And then you purchased some tulips for me. And I was like, well, you had just purchased for me like another rose arrangement. I I think that time I I did it weekly, but I think that time I did it like Like in the same week again, like on Wednesday or something. Yeah. And so you had purchased flowers for me earlier that week. And then that same week you purchased another set. And I was like, well, how should I arrange these? Because. I wanted it to look a little bit different and just out of nowhere, it came to me like put them in the brown paper bag, put them in flower foam, you know? And I was like, okay, just working very like naturally. It just happened really naturally. And I arranged it and I was like, this looks so cool. So I like took all these pictures of it and I was like, okay, I need to give this away. Like I I don't want to just keep it. I feel like I need to give it to someone. Yeah. And I was like, Frankie, is it okay if I give away the flowers you bought? And you're like, yeah, whatever. Like, do your thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and so I gave them to my best friend for Teacher Appreciation Day. And I posted them. And then from there, I just started getting a bunch of messages on Facebook about making Mother's Day arrangements because this was all in May. Yes. It was like, uh, I think you did like on a Wednesday. Yeah. And that weekend was Mother's Day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, sure. And I got like a bunch of orders for that. And that's kind of what actually pushed me to start the business. Yeah. So it, I didn't really look for it. It just kind of found me. Yeah. And then you got, you got to work quick. Like, yeah. You made stickers. You mm-hmm. bought a bunch of foam. Yeah. Because I already had the idea before. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, here it's presented to me. Are you going to jump on the opportunity or not? Yeah. And so once that happened, I was like, oh, now I have something for the cart. Like now this makes sense. Yeah. And so that's when we started the construction of the cart. And I was yeah. like, okay, dad, people are actually ordering flowers for me. Like, let's start this now. Yeah. It took us yeah. a while to make that. And it, it was did. such a pain. Yeah. But it was really hard. Yeah. It's because we didn't know, me and her dad didn't know what, what we were doing yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> None of us knew. We were just like, let's cut some wood and put it together and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> the blessing of having all of these men in my life, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, like that's just kind of happened organically. And then, in business, like throughout the rest of 2020, I felt like I did push some things like mm. the the finished date of the cart. I pushed that a lot. Yeah, but and it didn't happen. You had your reasons, though. Yeah, you definitely had your reasons. I did. But I was still 
pushing nonetheless. Oh, okay. Yeah. I pushed I, I pushed for a lot of things and I kept like it wasn't time just yet. Yeah. It wasn't time just yet. So I kept pushing and things I kept getting pushed back. Luckily, yeah. God was like good enough to me where he was like, Made it work just out. not time yet. Yeah. Give it a little bit more. You're hard headed as fuck. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, Impatient too. Yeah. And so I think I finally learned that lesson. Honestly, it sucks. And I hope this is not the case for everyone. But it, I learned it after I was sent to the hospital. Oh, yeah. 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 And I really pray that that's not the same situation for everyone because that was scary. Um, and then going to the hospital during COVID when you're stressed, you're mentally stressed out and you have like a mental issue going on. Yeah. Um, that sucks because like we had to leave each other at the door. Yeah, that was, that I was cried so, hard, so much. Um, or was that actually? No. So, okay. 2020 actually was hospitalized twice. My appendix surgery. Oh, yeah. Huh? I had my appendix taken out. And oh, then man. Was, later in the year. So the appendix surgery was actually when we had to separate. And I was like, no. That was so hard. Yeah. Because yeah. I was in so much pain. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So appendix, that didn't have anything to do yeah, with that. And, and but then, And then that was our first time actually being like, quote unquote, torn apart. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. We didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And it was a surgery. Yeah. So it was like, it's our first surgery. I know. <laughs> The doctor said it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I think that I could have could have gone afterwards. Day think, after. Yeah. I could have stayed in the in the um, waiting area. Yeah. But that's it. Mm-hmm. And I eventually got in. Yeah. They were nice enough. Yeah. yeah. To and let like, you. They in. made it work. Yeah. And like you did get to stay. They were really nice for that because yeah. they didn't have to do that. After that, I like did not leave the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed my stay. Yeah. Yeah, but um, now moving into this year like the storefront that was so easy yeah to get like they were just like yeah here just sign the paper it's yours yeah <laughs> and like it's just so many things like the construction of the new cart going to the dallas farmers all of that has worked out so easily have you announced that yet i haven't officially i know i've mentioned it here and there so but i haven't your, officially announced it is this your official announcement um i guess so i guess semi-official i wanted to like fully fully announce it once the cart was constructed and i can take a picture of it okay yeah well um so yeah here's my soft announcement of don't tell nobody <laughs> it's okay you yeah. guys can tell people if you're ever in dallas but yeah um so yeah just kind of letting things happen organically i talk a lot that's pretty much my lesson so yeah you can go ahead and go with your next question okay my next question is is your parents marriage part of your inspiration to marry um i would say that it is um inspiration to marry maybe not um but their relationship was a reflection in some ways of what i wanted Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. So what inspired me to get married wasn't the fact that my parents are married. It was just, I think I wanted that for myself. Yeah. Or I, I knew that that's something that I wanted. I knew I wanted to find someone to spend forever with because I guess, yeah. So I guess, yes, they are an inspiration for marriage because I grew up seeing what teamwork looks like. Yeah. And like how having someone have your back 
really helps you get through shit in your yeah, life. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like someone who's behind you and they're like, you got this dude, like no matter what. Um, yeah. So I would say so. Yeah. Luckily I was able to see a good marriage yeah. at home. And so, um, I guess, yeah, that really inspired me to have one. And that, that was something I could see myself having. Yeah. And now I have. And no shade on my parents' marriage, but in my opinion, <laughs> it's like, it's better. because yeah. it. But it's better for me because it works for me. Okay. Yeah. Or for us. Yeah. 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 Um, for me, I think uh, they may. I don't know. I know I always wanted to be married and get married and have a family. But. I don't know if I would say they inspired me to get married. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would say probably not. But my parents, I thought my parents' marriage up until I got into my own relationship, like serious, serious relationship. I thought their marriage was perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's because their relationships around me were either bumpy, very bumpy, ended up in divorce or uh, mother or father weren't around. Mm. So single parents around me. Mm-hmm. So seeing my parents together and kind of how, how they handled things uh, made me think that they were the marriage to be. Mm-hmm. But until I got into my own, I kind of projected that mm-hmm. same marriage like style mm-hmm. and they caused us problems like uh-huh. a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not a lot, but the, the, the problems were kind of serious. And if it would have continued, it yeah. would have been bad. Yeah. But we talked about it, fixed it real quick, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Different people that have different wants. Yeah, yeah. So it's a different marriage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. I would say my my parents' marriage was still good, but it needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I I don't, I don't think I would say that their marriage was inspiration though. No. And not not to like put their marriage down. It's nothing bad. It's just mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I just I just knew I wanted it. Yeah. So it wasn't like oh, I want to be like my parents. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think same for me. Like, um while my parents did have a good marriage and like I, I I was able to see my parents um evolve in their marriage like I remember them going through like hard times and like because my dad's like me where he's like um he, he's easily like annoyed or agitated or something like we're both like snappy sometimes yeah and I saw him change like I mean like literal change from like being so snappy or something like being quick to react with my mom to becoming really patient Mm. and now like besides like being employed by my dad like when have you seen him be like ugly like that you know like around my like maybe like maybe once yeah where he's like maybe like oh this is so aggravating but like and that was like an everyday thing back back when i was like a little girl okay and now it's like well, like I got to see him grow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. Okay. So my next question for you is how would you react if we were not able to conceive children? Would you want to be given an out? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to opt out. Mm-hmm. I would be very hurt and I would be sad mm-hmm. and I would mourn it. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And before when you first asked me, I really had to think about it because kids are something I want in life. It's something I want to experience. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to say that I probably would beforehand. But Opted out. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And <laughs> I I feel bad saying that because I chose to marry you. Yeah. And yes, I want kids. And 
I, I think what if to... you were the problem? Jeez, not yeah. well. That's true. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that's that's true. That's another reason. You know, yeah, like, that's I another to, reason I stayed. Yeah, I, I need to stay step back and be like, what if it was me instead yeah. of be, it being about you? Yeah, sorry, but I was thinking about it that way before, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I I realized that I married you, the individual, now what you could be. Yeah, and you know, there's options to adopt. God children a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We get you blessed with Zoe one. right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little puppy, Zoe. Shout out to Christy. Um, la comadre Christy. La comadre Christy. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't want to opt out. I, I love you and I choose you. And whether we have kids or not, I pray to God we do. Because yeah. they're blessings. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sound like, um, oh, well, if I don't have no kids, I don't care. I, I, I would be sad. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. It's because it's like an idea you've had, right? Yeah. And you have to mourn that idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like I said, we could adopt and do all these things, but at the end of the day, I chose to marry you and kids. Mm-hmm. Kids leave the nest as well. It's not like I'm going to have them forever. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, what about you? Um, I would say pretty much the same thing. Yeah? Yeah. And I think my biggest reason behind it uh, on top of like marrying you for you like i decided to marry you and um if we were brought together in the way and in the form that we were brought together and all of the alignments that brought us together okay you're obviously meant to do that so yeah <laughs> marry the guy like it's fine <laughs> yeah and if we're just if it just doesn't happen to align that we don't have children we don't and but i think what kind of settles me down when it comes to the idea of maybe not being able to have children. By the way, um, there's no medical like research for to back this up. For all we know, we're completely able to reproduce. This yeah, is just conversation sake. Yeah. So family members, don't worry. Like yeah. we may pop out kids in the next four years or something. Yeah, maybe five, six. <laughs> yeah. We'll decide. We'll y'all will find out later. The more y'all push us, the longer the it'll longer be. it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think the thing that kind of settled me is like a kid isn't the parents. Yeah. No matter what. Like, even if I have kids, it's just this big responsibility the universe gave me. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's make sure this responsibility that I have um, brings joy to many people and it's a kind thing. Yeah. And I mean, essentially, right? And that's all I can really do. Like, all I can do is make sure that my child grows up to be a good person. Yeah. If I make sure my child's a good person and, like, the goodest person <laughs> they can possibly be, I think I did my role as a parent. Like, yeah. regardless of how much money they make, what career they're in, uh, what sexual orientation they are, which gender they first were to identify themselves as, I don't care. Yeah. As long as you're nice, I think we did a good job and you care about people. Yeah. And you take care of yourself. You love yourself. Yes. Yes. I think that that would really be it. And I mean, I think that's why I've detached myself from that. Cause I'm like, if I can't have kids, obviously, like you said, I would mourn it. Yeah. But I would know that any kids around me that I do have an influence on, we can do that work. Yeah. Does that make sense? So if we're really called to like, help bring up children (laughs) i'm sure there's other ways we can do that work yeah for sure yeah yeah yeah. and then other than that it's our job to be good people and kind people for sure for sure yeah hopefully we have children yeah um for sure i would like to have kids we would both love to have children yeah yeah but if it's not for us it's not for us yeah we'll take what we get yep all right so what do you think the most challenging time during our relationship is or has been okay um 
the most challenging time in our relationship was prop for me. Um, yeah, like in the beginning we did have some like troubles. Um, but I think I healed from those by the time this next thing happened. Mm. Um, so was this bigger or was this equally as, I think this was bigger and I'll explain why in a second. So, and like 2018, when we had gotten to that really big fight that we were, I was like, we were both like, okay, are we going to continue this relationship yeah. or like what's going to happen? Um, yeah, that's crazy. I bet a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like we got to the point where we're like, are we going to continue our relationship? Yeah. Yeah. In 2018. So we were already together for two, two years. years. Yeah. So, I think that was actually the hardest part. And just to give a little back story, I guess, a bit yeah. about it. Some details. Yeah. Um, that was a stage where um, I was being very mean, yeah. stubborn, and I was very stressed out. And impatient. And impatient. Um, while at the same time, Frankie was being incredibly stagnant. Yes about i think honestly every part of your life and procrastinating Um, yeah and so we were both in a dark place i think it's pretty um best way i could say is like embarrassing right now Uh uh-huh but it's because we all have bad times yeah and it's just like (laughs) man if i always got my shit together like like i am now like looking back at it i'm disappointed in myself yeah yeah. that's why it's embarrassing but same here yeah. yeah but that's that's in the past and yeah yeah but continue yeah. i'm sorry yeah and um it got to the point where i was like okay i really don't think frankie's going to change yeah um and i i i just blamed my being angry all of the time my upsetness my crankiness i just blamed it on the fact that frankie was stagnant yeah like i just blamed frankie for everything like you were just mad at me i was just mad at you yeah and i think we i was mad at you for like a consistent like six months yeah i remember that yeah trust me (laughs) it it, it sucked but she wasn't like abusive in any sense no like i I don't want people to think that you were like abusing me and mentally no she wasn't abusing me but she was upset and angry and she had a reason to be. We were just like standoffish. I yeah, was we standoffish. Yeah, arguing a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kinda I was snapping at each other. Too. And I was like cold with you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, like you want me to sit down and have dinner with you? No, we would sit down <laughs> and have dinner with each other. But like that's just a general idea. It's like, no, I don't want to sit down and have a conversation with you. I'm mad at you. Like, uh, that's just a little idea, I guess. Yeah. And so things kind of came to a boiling point when because we live in an older home. One of our pipes busted. Yeah. And Frankie would not go under the house. Yeah. Fix it or even look at it or even try to begin. I guess that's what really upset me. Like you wouldn't even try to begin to look into it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to afford anyone to come fix it. Yeah. So So another thing is that Frankie and I, um, we have our identities in the relationship i guess we would call them identities or roles in the relationship right yeah like when a pipe busts that's something frankie 
I mean, I wouldn't say wants to take care of, but that's something that if I take care of, Frankie's going to get mad because yeah, he's like, that's like, my responsibility. Like I decided that the yes. house, the maintenance stuff, mm-hmm. it's my job. Yeah. And like I decide, okay, finances and like things like that, that's my responsibility. Yeah. Like you let me take care of that. And you, on the other hand, you take care of the, the house maintenance. things. Like that's just an example, right? Yeah. Of where we share our responsibilities. Who takes care of what? And we just communicate to each other what's going on in that aspect and because it was something that fell into frankie's like role i was just like getting so frustrated that he wouldn't go and figure it out and i think we actually like mentioned it to my dad a couple of times because and my dad also he's an ass like me so (laughs) and i say that in the most loving way (laughs) (laughs) and so my dad would be like okay frankie so what's the problem? And then Frankie would be like, uh, one of the pipes busted. And he'd be like, okay, and you know that? Or no, it was the reason we knew something was wrong was because there was no hot water. Yeah. And then Frankie's like, I don't know. I turned on the boiler. Like, it's not working. And my dad's like, okay, what have you done to look into it? Um, I don't know. I just, I know I need help. Okay. And my dad's like, when you have an answer for me, I'll help you. <laughs> and then that was the problem. Yeah, he's like, figure it out. <laughs> yes. Do your part. Exactly. Yeah. I just wasn't putting effort into it, though, so. Yeah. And so I think, like, it had been so long since the hot water was fixed, and it started to get cold outside. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we won't get into too many details, but I was so frustrated to the point where we were, like, daily fighting about this for months. Yeah. It was months. And I was so freaking frustrated that it came to the point where I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, we're done here i you don't give a shit about me you Mm -hmm. don't care i've told you multiple times yeah and like i think like at the time i was like and you have the audacity to ask me because i think you were like um you know oh like why don't you get a little more fixed up i'm like there's no fucking hot water like what do you want Mm. me to do and so i'm like and you still have the audacity to ask these things for me yeah i was an ass (laughs) i was just like oh Oh my god what an asshole (laughs) Uh. but um but yeah yeah, just because i was scared of like bugs and whatever's under the house yeah and so i I was was being so irrational (laughs) i was just like oh man I, i was so frustrated and I, for one, got bad advice from people who aren't friends with us anymore. Yeah. Um, and they were like, leave him. Just leave him. Leave him. Yeah. They're like, just leave him. And yeah. I was like, I was already in a terrible place. And I, that wasn't like the first time they had told me to do that. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. And like, I think I told you. Yeah. Because you kept calling me while I was trying to get away. And I think I told you, I'm like, they told me to just do this. And honestly, I think that's the only thing we can do to fix it. And you were like, okay, I think you like realized how serious I was because I was so done. Yeah. And your mom came and talked to us and she kind of settled us down. And I think I got to vent to her. And she was able to calm me down. Yeah. Your mom has that gift. Like, she's just able to calm me down. She's, and like, just understand me. She's, and she wasn't like, you have to stay. No, she was like, 
honey, if you decide, that's your decision and we're still going to love you. And, you know, like she like gave me the door. It was so kind. And then we went to go talk to my parents. And I think my parents kind of settled me down and kind of settled you down. Yeah. That literally said, this isn't a big deal. Yeah. It's nothing big. He's like, like this is this is nothing. He's like, this is what's wrong. This and, is nothing. <laughs> and I remember like looking at him and I'm looking at her. I was so agitated. I'm like, Dad. Holy shit. <laughs> get on to his ass. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But yeah, um <laughs> would you handle that any differently now? Yeah, I How would you handle it differently? I would um seek out advice from the right places. Okay. We did not have the wonderful, amazing friend group we have now. Yeah, for sure. Back then. We were like, yeah, we have exceptional, amazing, understanding friends that are each in their incredibly healthy relationships. We all struggle in our relationships, but we all know, like, you picked that person for a reason. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Like, you know, like, all incredibly respectful. And that's not what we had around us at the time. Shout out to all the homies. Yeah, seriously. You, you guys are the best. Are. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I know that now if we if something like that was to happen, I'd be like, okay, I need to talk. Like I'd call Angelica. I'd be like, I need to talk to you. Like yeah. help me. And she helps me level so much. Her and your mom like help you a lot. Yes. And like for me, I'm it's, just like, okay. <laughs> for me, it's uh, Carlos. Armando helps some. Yeah. But you kind of. Uh, don't talk a lot through text, but yeah, when yeah. we hang out, we talk. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I've, I've had conversations with Kenneth about like relationship stuff too. Yeah. So shout out to Kenneth. Yeah. The homie. <laughs> hey, I, I haven't forgot about you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And so after we talked with my parents, I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I would um, probably seek advice from better places. Now I've learned to be a lot uh, kinder up front to give you kindness before like direct anger. feedback yes yeah. because before i just get mad and i'm like no he should know i'm mad he should fix it and it's like you don't know what he might mentally be going through yeah and, and i was oblivious to a lot of shit yeah and so i think i would just be i would be kinder and i would seek advice from the correct places okay yeah i think mine was uh when we were in dallas oh yeah because uh <laughs> We fought like I want to say twenty four seven, but we fought like a lot. And that was out at the there. beginning of our relationship. That was like that was like two years in. No. Oh yeah, it was. It wasn't it even was a, a year. Yeah, it wasn't even a year in. I, I think we moved back when it was a year. Maybe I, yeah. I think we were like six months in, and then we moved out there. Yeah. And then we came back at mm-hmm. a year. Things that happened um, in the very beginning of our relationship, and you had trust issues, and like you were just mad, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, it was hard to, like, keep your trust and keep you... I guess the best I can say is keep you happy. Mm-hmm. And us enjoy each other's company because we were stressed out. Yeah. We both worked a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we had one day, if that, that we got to hang out. A week. Yeah, a week. And it was, like, sometimes it wouldn't even happen. Yeah. It'd be, like, maybe half a day. Yeah, the exactly. Evening, the evening we would hang or out. Or we were just so tired, we didn't want to do anything. Yeah, and... I well, I know that there was blue skies and sunny days out there mm-hmm. because of like Snapchat. Like I have proof. Yeah, I remember it being like gray every single day mm-hmm. and like dark and just cloudy. Yeah, nothing was fun. Nothing was fun. Yeah, that shit was not cool. Uh, I would move back, but I would definitely take our time moving there because we kind of oh, yeah. rushed. We moved for your promotion, mm-hmm. 
and they kind of screwed her over and rushed it and rushed it mm-hmm. and they screwed you over even when you were out there yeah and so yeah, yeah. but so we left kind of i mean i guess i left kind of devastated like a really good job that i had and then they treated me that way and then yeah. and then customers out there were like so rude. awful yeah it was crazy yeah. she, she got a, a lamp through at her i know by someone jeez oh, man uh but uh i think i would handle it differently by uh just being more patient because i was getting frustrated with you a lot yeah because you would get kind of like have trust issues or you mm-hmm. would get upset or you would get insecure i just got mad mm-hmm. instead of being like understanding and and patient yeah like i should have been mm-hmm. like i would have been now yeah yeah but yeah i would have done that differently mm. yeah so nice yeah okay growth there's been a lot of growth since then a bunch we've had a ton oh my god <laughs> yeah it's been good <laughs> for sure so my next question is what is your biggest goal for our marriage biggest goal for our marriage is mm-hmm. to be happy day to day chase our dreams like for you it's having your flower business mm-hmm. expanding that mm-hmm. uh mine would probably be like get more into photography again eventually uh have this podcast yeah and, and make us money Mm-hmm. and have a family just honestly just day to day i would say you're like a favorite part of my day mm-hmm. you're my person you're my best friend so just hanging out with you yeah traveling yeah day, just day to day see what we do yeah i just want to see it. i look forward to seeing that a lot yeah being happy mm-hmm. i think my biggest goal for our marriage is to travel do travel. more of that for sure yeah like i my goal is <laughs> hopefully in 2021 this is the start of when we can start doing that but my goal is for us to travel three times a year yeah even when we have children but i want two of those trips to be just us and then one of those to be like a family trip okay but i do want us to travel at least three times a year i want to see the uh seven wonders of the world yes and we're gonna same. do that yeah we're gonna do that i'm saying it right now <laughs> i'm putting it into existence yeah in about five years we're gonna mark them off yeah watch <laughs> and so i i want to do that so bad um another goal that i have for our marriage is that we become daily I, like you said on the day-to-day the best versions we possibly could that day yeah yeah so like um i feel that's like that's our point right? and, and that's with us and like wherever we go yeah like if someone's being rude just okay man i'll, I'll be yeah. having a better day sorry yeah like watching the other one like watching you grow i'm sure for you watching me grow like it's just as satisfying yeah. like it's really satisfying like watching you like at the beginning of, your, of our relationship one thing that you've grown into is cooking yeah you true. never cooked before I, but i've always liked to cook i just you just never did it never though did it. Yeah. like you ne- would never go and cook and now you're like i'm gonna try like like we just had like little sliders tonight for dinner how were they they were good yeah, <laughs> yeah and, good. and so like I, I was a little work i need to do on it but they were good yeah they were really good and like watching you um step into that hobby is really cool um, the things you can create with that hobby, stuff like yeah. that. That's what I like seeing. But yeah, I would say just that and like us evolving into who we are. Like that's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's things we've done that I never imagined I would be doing. Yeah. Like I never in my life imagined myself going to Paris. Yeah. Never. Wow. 
it's something that I, I didn't belong to go there. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. But a little hood boy from Belmine. Yeah. <laughs> from the mud. Yeah. <laughs> Come up is real. I'm just a country girl from Chilton. A little country girl from Chilton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, but Chil- uh, Chilton. <laughs> Paris was cool, man. Like, yeah. I love Paris. Like, I don't care what anybody says or calls me basic. Like, Paris is my favorite city. Yeah. It's of really all time. good. I haven't been to New York yet. I don't care. I don't want to go. <laughs> I will promise myself that I will go to Paris. Anytime I go to Europe, I yeah. either land there or drive there or pass by, but I will visit Paris yeah. every time I go to Europe. I think like now it has like an emotional spot. So, okay, um, I'll quickly kind of run into this um, and I'll just leave it for another podcast. Um, okay. But like Paris, the reason that we chose that, that you chose that for our engagement um, is because when I studied abroad, we did a weekend trip in Paris and I literally I fell in love. And um, the year before I studied abroad, I went through a really hard time. I was really depressed, had a terrible breakup. I had to move back to my parents' house after living away for four years. It was just a really downhill time for me. Yeah. And I remember I was on literally on top of the Eiffel Tower and I FaceTime my dad and I was like, dad, I'm on top of the Eiffel Tower. And he's like, that's so cool. And when I heard him say like, that's so cool, like good for you. I, it hit me. I was like, oh. A year ago, I made a vision board and I put the fucking Eiffel Tower on there and I had no idea how I was going to get there. And then that was just a really big spot for me. And I think my dad realized that too. I was like, I started crying. I'm like, dad, it's in my room. And he's like, what, mija? And then the phone cut out. But when I came back, we kind of talked about it. And he was like, I could just tell. Like, my dad's not a big, like, like sentimental guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I could just tell. And so it was just a really big moment for me. Yeah. Like in my individual life, it helped me a lot. Like yeah. it made me realize like the power I had and yeah. And then going back and getting proposed to there, that's insane. Yeah. That was I, a lot of fun. Also, I got to say like, she would always tell me like, you need to go to uh, Europe. You need to go yeah. to Europe. Like I'm like, I've traveled around the country. Like I've gone places. Yeah. No, no, no. It's different. I'm I like, promise you. Like it's going to just like expand <laughs> your mind. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say no horseshoe bin. Like it's just, <laughs> other side of the world yeah by the way horseshoe bend is amazing if i you, need to go you need to go I've never if, gone. if you can go we're gonna go yeah but some <laughs> some of you can go definitely take the trip it's yeah. like so fucking cool dude. <laughs> like oh my god so i finally took her advice and i was like you know what i'm about to question let's go all out yeah you know i was asked like what, what would be your, like your dream engagement yeah and she's like and she told me and then so i like got it together whatever mm-hmm. we'll go we'll save that for another episode yeah but i remember um when we got there you're like are you ready to see uh the Eiffel tower i'm like yeah yeah i want to go there first before we go to i think we dropped our stuff off then yeah, we left again we did and yeah. you were like come on hurry let's go like i was like well can i lay down like i didn't mind when we got to the airbnb i didn't mind staying because i was so fucking tired yeah, i was too but i was scared we were gonna fall asleep and we were gonna get up well i you also were proposing yeah, that and, night and i was planning on proposing <laughs> that night and so it was, it was just like yeah i was like oh i don't want to go and yeah. i didn't even change because i was like oh we're just gonna go and come back i was yeah. wearing thin ass tights and it yeah, was so oh, cold because yeah, that's right, that's right. i was like okay we're gonna come back right and you're yeah. like yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i was like trying to go because i I had a plan to propose at midnight, and I was like, I'm not missing my, my chance. Yeah. So uh, we turned the corner, and like every hour on the hour after sunset, the uh, Eiffel Tower it, sparkles. Like, yeah. And 
when we got there, it just happened to be sparkling. And so I turned the corner and I passed this like little little uh, trailer thing that's on the a, side. Yeah, where they sell um, uh, crepes. Crepes, yeah. And I passed it and I looked and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And you were still far away from it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> wow, that's so amazing. I like stood there in that same spot like on a sidewalk. Yeah. For like five minutes recording it and like taking pictures. Yeah. And I could have scooted it up and I was in the way of everybody. <laughs> but I was like so astonished. That was so cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm proud of pick that place yeah what are you most excited about for our marriage now what i'm most excited about is probably the wedding same yeah <laughs> same the, i, I want to see everyone together and yeah like celebrating and yeah having fun and you know yeah i hope it's i hope it's fun and that everyone enjoys themselves because um this is really expensive yeah it is and, like, and we're not throwing it in anyone's face, but it's ex- it's just expensive. It's so expensive. Yeah, yeah it's like we're betting. Yeah, <laughs> on a good night. And we're like, we're very limited because we both have like a really big family. Yeah. So we're inviting people that are, you know, really, close. are really close to us, and yeah. so I'm sure we we'll enjoy it. Yeah. We're inviting people that are close to us and we love. So yeah, can't go wrong with that. Let me ask one more question. Uh huh. What's our favorite thing about each other? Let's end it on a good note. Okay. My favorite thing about you, just like in general, yeah, you can you can list a couple of things. Um, <laughs> feel free, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I want to be like, oh, your face. <laughs> um, I would say one of my favorite things about you is besides um, being handsome. <laughs> um, it's probably your, I don't know, just your like a happiness on the day to day. You're naturally like a really happy person and so like it's weird because like i guess i'm so like used to it i don't see it myself it. as that yeah i'm just like like alive you literally <laughs> you know you want me to hop with you like <laughs> you want me to skip places with you and i'm like what the fuck like why i'm like whatever dude i'll man, skip like, a couple of times because man what's the point of like walking around all the time <laughs> i know exactly like, be happy dude like <laughs> sometimes i don't understand i, I know people People have their personalities. Yeah. But kind of lighten up a little bit, man. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. be don't be so macho. Don't be so Exactly. Uh, don't be so uptight. uptight. Uh yeah. And that was my thing. Like I feel like I was pretty uptight. Uh, I'm sure like even if it's with your kids, if you have kids, like yeah. be a little, you know, hop be a around, little childish. Skip. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like I'm sure like our kids are gonna have a lot of fun with you. Because like not in the bad way, but you're childish in a good way. Damn. <laughs> you have that childlike I don't know how to say it. <laughs> You're childlike still. And that's something that, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that's very, that's good because it keeps you present and like yeah. you enjoy the habit. Like I was outside and I think when I get excited, you get really excited. So my mom was like, Norma, did you see that your tulips are sprouting when she had was like leaving the other day? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I go outside and I see all of these little sprouts outside along the walkway. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I was getting so excited. And you're like, what happened? And then I'm like, look at the tulips. And I'm like, look at this one. Look at this one. Look yeah. at this one. I was getting so excited. And you're like, yay. And you like start <laughs> wanting to jump with me. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay, I guess. So we're like jumping outside. But but you enjoy it more, right? Yeah, yeah. like it helps you have more fun. Yeah. And it, uh, even though like the cars driving by are like, what the fuck is yeah, wrong with them? I don't care. I don't care I'm about like, anybody around me. I'm like, you're gonna see when all these tulips are bloomed. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I finally see what you mean by like I'm very present. Yeah, I don't 
I forget people are around me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be, we'll be in the store and I'll be dancing. Mm-hmm. And I'll look up. I'm like, oh, shit. Someone There's a lady saw me. Yeah. just staring at me like <laughs> confused. Like, what's he doing? And But I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, I would say that's my like top favorite thing. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, mine for you would be like your kindness and you fucking work your ass off. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's insane. I don't know how you do it. I get tired watching you sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, your kindness, um, you love seeing people happy, like genuinely. Mm-hmm. And you love helping people. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time we were at a, a I think it's Exxon in Baylor where Subway's mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a mo- mobile. I don't know. It's one of those two. But uh, you told me that there was a, a girl in the in the stall crying because you went to the restroom. Oh, yeah. And you're like, hey, are, are you okay? Can I help you? Are you okay? And she's like, I think she was just in a bad mood or bad no, space. I think she was fighting with her fighting, boyfriend. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, fuck off. Or like, and he was outside. No, yeah. she wasn't mean to me. She's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, oh, okay, okay. she realized someone was there. And I was like, dude, like, because I didn't know if she was in a bad spot. Like, if she needed help getting out. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, dude, if you need help, like, just tell me right now and I will help you get yeah. out of whatever you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, sisterhood in the bathroom. That's a thing. Yeah, for, sure. <laughs> for all the men out there who don't know, the sisterhood in the bathroom is a real thing. It's real out here. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I do remember that guy being, uh, being out there because he was making comments when he yes. told me about it. Yes. And he was like, Batman over here. And I was like, yeah. It was me and my brother. And we kind of just blew him off. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time on you, dude. Like, yeah. You're obviously being mean to a girl. Yeah. And you're talking shit because you feel insecure. Because you overheard us talking about it. Yeah. Like. That's that little I'm dick not, energy. I'm not even wasting my time, bro. <laughs> Whatever, man. Say what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, plus, we're getting food and stuff. I'm not about to ruin my night, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So. Cool. I, th- I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, If you have any more questions. If you have like a Q&A. We, maybe we can do another one soon. Yeah. And if. I don't know. If y'all are interested enough. We can talk about the the engagement. The yeah. Whole, it was a whole surprise. Yeah. If, if y'all are interested in that, let us know. If yeah. not, I promise you it's okay. We don't want to bore you with like too many details. Yeah. Because there's fun, a though. lot. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of, um, for me, right? Like you did all of the planning, but for me, there was a lot of um, manifesting that took place with yeah. that. That, so, and, that I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Like, it was pretty magical in my eyes, right? Yeah. Not just because it was my engagement, but it was because it actually happened. Yeah. And that will be in more detail in another episode if that's something you guys want to hear. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you have a lot of questions. But yeah. All right, baby. Well, there's anything else you want to say? Um, I don't think so. I think that's everything. No. No. Okay, well, I love you. I love you too. All right, well, thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time on Get Thrive Podcast. Podcast. Peace out. Love thyself. Bye. Bye. Bye.